Excellente. Great. Well, get to it. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be saying stuff and talking boop, boop, with boop, their boop, mouths. Boop, boop. Oh. Hey there, this is David. Oh, oh shit. I forgot. What the Dude, fuck has was it been that? that long? Holy fuck. Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing tonight? My name's David. I'll be your server oh, tonight. God. Good uh, evening, everybody. Hey there, everybody. This nope, is. That's not how you uh, start. Oh my god. Welcome to another episode of Dos Nafsinkos. This is episode number 18. As always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Uh, I'm Ben. Uh... <laughs> Guys, we are four and a half months into the podcast. Jesus. That is quite the feat. Have we, I... have we made it yet? Can we quit our jobs? I already did. Uh, Four and a half months I haven't ago. gotten the uh, sponsorship package just yet. Uh, okay. just, just, just hold on to it, guys. We're almost there. Uh, I think Ben already quit his job. Yep. And well, it, he wasn't making very much money to begin with. So zero true. Is not I think that he was far. actually paying them to work there. Well, no, because he kept paying them because that way he could be a student worker, but uh, it outweighs yeah. what he's making. That's so right. it's technically negative. That's right. okay. I've been just dipping into the Dos and a Half Cinco's retirement fund. Okay. No, that pension's supposed <laughs> to be good for... Oh, God. No, it's okay. Um, so, besides the movie of the week, Knives Out, what else did you guys see this week? You guys been caught up on uh, Mandalorian? Yes. I am one episode behind, so... Uh... Wow, what an idiot. What a what? stupid <laughs> Someone's idiot. Someone's been spending a lot of time watching a lot of Simpsons, I'm sure. That's probably why, right, Ben? Well, I would say that, but actually, I think Stu has watched more Simpsons than I have right now. Well, recently, I would say. Oh, yeah, recently. I think that the net total, you're still light years ahead of me. Yeah, you're never going to catch up. No. (laughs) (laughs) We'd have to bury Ben. (laughs) Unless I just start watching all of the seasons you probably stopped watching. I mean, I don't wish that upon anyone, but... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, does it count if he were to rewatch the same season twice? Oh, I mean, I guess. Where or are you just counting new episodes? Oh. Because I'm sure Ben's probably rewatched multiple episodes over and over and over. Oh, yeah, that's all I do. That's, yeah. That's it. But, like, I don't think he goes past season, what, probably not Eight. past season 10? No, I do sometimes, you know, like, uh, I think, uh, uh, what was it? The NSYNC episode? Was that season 10? I can't remember, honestly. I have no idea. Yeah. You're, why are you asking us? Uh, I, I don't know. If you're, you're right. All right, I'm well, signing Stu off. Stu is our resident NSYNC resi- uh, resident. NSYNC resident. Our, res- our resident uh, our NSYNC resident. Our resident NSYNC expert. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, been, I'm the resident NSYNC, NSYNC ex- expert? Yeah. Yeah. What? When did this you're happen? You're half white. You're half white. <laughs> oh. Wait. I thought I you're half white. Ben, shut up. No, David's full white. Oh, you're masquerading right. as what? an Asian. <laughs> when he's when you hear him speaking uh, Taiwanese, he's that's he's just that's just gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> he's just really good at it. I'm very good at gibberish. Um, but yeah, so I don't want to spoil anything for Ben, but I guess this is more just like a a serious question how do you guys feel about the fact that um every episode tends to have uh, there's not very many recurring characters it seems like every episode that where they introduce a character or, or a new like person that interacts with uh with mando um they kind of just are self-contained in that like how do you guys feel about that are there um i don't know how do you guys feel about that I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. It's like the adventures of the Mandalorian. You know, you, you kind of got right. a little bite-sized piece of the world outside of his home, you know, or like where he started from. And you guys see everything that's going on in the Star Wars universe, which is really cool. You know, it's like, um, kind of reminds me of uh, Firefly to an extent. You know, how every episode was just its own little self-contained adventure. But at the same time, you get like a sense of closure at the end of it. But you still felt like, oh, it did expand on the story in some way, you know. And I think it is doing that like p- 
piece by piece you know there is a little tie into this overarching story but at the same time you know it's like you said it is every episode its own little adventure have they announced like the number of episodes that are supposed to be for this season i think it's 10 and we are now at what five six 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 was on friday yeah I remember just finishing watching the last one. Yeah. It's um, I the, kind of tying into this. I was watch recently. I was watching. Uh, I rewatched the original trilogy over the past you know week on uh, Disney Plus, and uh, one thing I'm noticing now watching the the Mandalorian is like there's like a lot of reference, like a lot of little things in like the background and little details I probably would have never noticed that like they pull from like the original or like in the original trilogies or probably even other movies too but there's like little like there was um if you in the what was it the was it the second episode no or whatever episode with the uh when he first finds baby yoda the is that the first episode was it i thought it was like it was the end of the first episode end of the first episode okay yeah so that um the android or not android the the, the droid right the, the dro- ig88 yeah the yeah the droid yeah. uh that was there like he that i don't know if it was supposed to be the same droid but that droid appears in um i think in empire yeah he was definitely one of the bounty hunters that um darth vader hired to hunt after han solo and uh but i don't think it's the same droid i think the droid that we saw in empire was ig mm-hmm. Oh, crap, I can't remember the name of it. Now I have to look it up. Uh, man. But I don't believe they were the same IG units. Right, because I think... Well, no, wait, died. no, it, that is. Never mind, I'm, it is, I'm an idiot. Yep. It, it is the same? IG-88? Like the same model? Uh, not, this, not the same physical droids. It could be. I don't, I'm not uh, actually too sure well, anymore. Well, they do live forever. Yeah. Anyways... Uh, but yeah, that was just like things like that. I've not I've noticed. I was like, oh hey, like I probably would have never even noticed had I not watched the uh, original trilogy again. Yeah, Th- things like that. Yeah, I do like all those little things in the background that kind of hark back to um, you know the original trilogy. It's not very explicit, but it are mm-hmm. they are things that it's like you know a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. yeah, like uh what was it that little rat thing i really liked how in the first episode you know he uh i have spoken no not that thing the uh what was it um in the return of the jedi it was i have spoken no not god damn it no david it's the um, you know jabba's (laughs) little pet um oh yeah yeah that little rat yeah and he keeps laughing at them every time something bad happens right and then, like, it's so cathartic when you uh, when you see it in Mandalorian and you just right. see it, like, being roasted over an open fire and then the other one just oh, caged right. up and he's just like, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that now, yeah. They're in the, it's uh, in, like, the marketplace. A Kowakian monkey lizard. That's what wow. it's called? Uh, I think his name, well, he had a name. Uh, Salacious Crumb. <laughs> Are you just making this up? You're just, you're just no. pulling random words out of your ass. I am not <laughs> pulling out of my ass. They're coming out of my mouth. What's the difference? From your ass. <laughs> He's right. Salacious B crumb. Holy shit. <laughs> Sup. Pull it out of your ass. Oh, but there, yeah. There. I can't say I knew this from the head, but I looked it up. <laughs> he is a Kowakian monkey lizard. So, yeah. Those Kowakian monkey lizards you saw in the that scene. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, small things like that. Even the, um, one of the bigger ones that people were kind of freaking out about were the, was the um the way that mando gets paid with all that beskar after he delivers mm-hmm. baby yoda mm-hmm. they bring out this thing that was shown in empire strikes back it was this like container and i guess they confirmed like oh it's a safe of some sorts but in empire strikes back people were freaking out about it because like they showed it for like a split second this guy running around with it <laughs> like mm-hmm. for one scene it was like a few seconds but people were able to look it up and the the item that he was holding was literally just an ice cream maker <laughs> so they actually brought it into the mandalorian and actually had some sort of function for it so that was really pretty cool so i, I guess that speaks 
for the show on as a whole you know that it really does uh cater to the the older fans of the series while still trying to make a name for itself and you know appeal to newer fans as well and i think it's doing both really really well hey i'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of it. <laughs> it's an ice cream, ice cream maker, maker. <laughs> no it's a Wait, safe what yeah i like how they're 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 like like i i've mentioned how it annoys me when they like try to like beat you over the head with something yeah. rather than just you know relying on the audience to get it yeah and like things like things like this where it's like these little details like yeah. up here <laughs> what the heck? yeah they don't have to like you know really mention it explicitly it's like hey remember that thing in cloud city here it is <laughs> yeah you know? it's like nope here, here's the thing yeah yeah it's, it'd be like what's if that one uh the guy played the old guy was like yeah, I took this off a guy in Cloud City. Yeah, that would be a little too was, much. I, yeah. I, I like how they just, you know, said, okay, here it is. Yep. I would have never caught that if it wasn't for <laughs> for for you. Speaking um, speaking of the original trilogy, I was holy shit. I was watching Return of the Jedi just cuz to to wrap up, you know, the trilogy. Um and holy shit, you know how in um, George Lucas did the remastered versions where he like added a bunch of CGI yeah. and did stuff. There is a scene I don't remember seeing back when he that those came out in Return of the Jedi where they're um, they're they uh, walk into Jabba's palace uh-huh. and what originally was like an alien girl like kind of dancing around. It was just kind of showing you the scene. Yeah. Like the whole like in in the whole like you know everyone's like drinking or whatever having good having a good time, the remastered one they turned it into like a goddamn oh, yeah. musical number. Oh my god! I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have seen that one. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, I had like a physical reaction to it where I <laughs> couldn't. You puke. Where, where that, I, it's like that alien girl singing. It's like yeah, there's a, there's like three alien like there's like a like a the backup singer like yeah uh, like a oh my god it was so bad yeah holy i don't remember seeing that yeah so uh george lucas is very famous for just going through the old trilogy and just and adding things just yeah fucking things up adding things redoing things it's really how, bad how great would it be if uh you put it in front of somebody who hadn't seen star wars in probably i don't know 15 years and then didn't tell them that it was a remastered version and be like oh man this is my favorite scene and then they're like wait i don't remember this happening yeah and you're like no this is the this is the exact original way it was done what are you talking about <laughs> like fucking david <laughs> Look in the chat right now. Yeah, that thing. Oh my god, this looks almost like uh, something that came out of MIB. That's exactly what I was thinking. And I even told, uh, I think, Darren the other day. This is a Star Wars game. It, this alien looks like something that would have been in a Men in Black movie. That or a Pepsi commercial. Actually, <clears throat> actually it was funny because I was looking at um, some of the pictures for uh, the... Uh, Salacious B crumb, and then they were talking about some of the other things that were in Java's. In Java's, like, sorry, I can't not laugh. Wait, wait, can we that. just first before you continue? Can we just agree that this episode title is going to be Salacious, Salacious B crumb? crumb? <laughs> okay. Uh, this is how the the Salacious B cookie crumbles. Wow, we did it. <laughs> All right, great episode, guys. We'll see you <laughs> next week. Next week. Gotta end on a high episode. note. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like they were talking about all the uh, the the creatures that are in Java's uh, Java the Hut's like I don't know what what is that cave? Not a cave. His house? Huh? Wherever Palace, his, lo- his location, oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, his hangout. Hangout. There we go. Um, and then you scroll down to that, that kissy face thing. And I was like, why does this one look so much more done up than all the other pictures, right? All the other ones you can tell, like it's from like the eighties and they have the, uh, like that really bad, like rubber texturizing look mm-hmm. because they didn't have very good CGI mm-hmm. back then. And so, um, uh, and then all of a sudden I'm like, why does this one look so modern ish? And then now you sent me the picture and I'm like, Okay, now I get it. They they spliced it from a new one. 
Yeah, so that was it was traumatizing to say the least. Well, I hope you vomited a little in your mouth and then it took from every fiber of my being to keep it down. Nice. <laughs> oh man. I'm so, I'm sure somewhere on the YouTube you could probably find a video of this this clip but then playing with the MIB <laughs> theme. And I think that would improve it dramatically. But um but yeah, so I definitely so does that mean that you feel ready for next week when... Well, I, I still uh, need to watch 7 and 8. I'm debating okay. whether I'm even going to bother with the original... Or not, sorry, not the original. The, the first fir- three. The, yeah, the pre-trilogy. Yeah, I think I would definitely start from... One. The No, well, the end of episode you one. You have to watch out the, the first <laughs> I'd start from the end of episode one. And then... Wait, uh, why? Uh, it's just to watch the, Wait, the, the finale, the, the, the climactic battle. Wait, but you're going to miss the best part. The, the pod racing, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I might, and then I might skip episode two completely because that was really just like a romantic drama thing. Wait. Romance but drama. That's how, that sets up the what happens with the fall. Yeah, but I already know how it happens. I don't need to watch it again. But you're um, gonna miss backflipping, mm, somersaulting Yoda. I think I can. I'm okay with that. And you're gonna miss. You didn't. You didn't skip the new dance number. I did. You're gonna miss I was. Hey, 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 Yoda. I was caught off. I was caught off guard with this. Ben. Back me up here. Yeah, I, I mean, did not. If you watch that and you didn't pause it and say, "What am I doing with my life?" It, I, I think you can watch it, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> but it's like it's like a thing where it's like a, a car wreck where you just it kind of everything goes in slow motion and you don't really know what's happening you can't until it hey, already it's also happened. like a car wreck you can't look away you exactly, have to watch exactly, it. exactly see now you're back on my side david yeah you have to watch too yeah you have to <laughs> uh well you guys can't make me um so yeah wow i thought you were better uh, than this <laughs> oh, I, I knew he wasn't. I'm not yeah, that's, where you're, that's where you thought wrong. That's your Come fault. On, ben, Ben, please. Okay. Um, other than the Mandalorian is obviously taking up some time. That uh, Mandalorian's so hot right now. <laughs> yes. They're breakdance fighting. Um, I can't wait for the, the season finale when they have that breakdance fight. And he tries to kill the prime minister of Dagobah or some shit. <laughs> Relax, Jordan. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, I'd love that. Um, so it sounds like we're pretty much ramping up for our Christmas episode. Um, that's coming right up. Have we decided that it is going to be Die Hard? That's what I thought. Okay. I thought we were just watching I, the I Simpsons. I am operating under that assumption. And... Okay. <coughs> oh, ooh, we have we have a sec. Uh, ben, are you dissenting? Ben? Huh? I mean, we could just watch, you know, all the Simpsons, you know, you know. Okay. All of them. Again, you know, we could rewatch <laughs> the seasons that Stu has watched, you know, just for posterity, and then. Uh... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone loves the Simpsons. And they've got Christmas episodes and Halloween episodes. Heck, you know what? Let's just turn this into a Simpsons podcast. Okay. Actually, we should watch all the uh, Christmas episodes. There's, You know they have like 30 seasons, right? Alright, we're starting now. Right. Okay. Welcome to the Dozen uh, Half Simpsons podcast. Okay. So we got rid of the Popeye's chicken sandwich update. Now we're just doing Simpsons updates. So. Well, there's no nothing to update on Popeye's chicken sandwiches uh, since they're here to stay now. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just as there to let it ride off to the sunset. Yep, and into my stomach. Well, actually, there's a, another chicken update. I guess is now McDonald's is getting in this game what now. What? I mean, they already have they the were... McChicken. I mean, you know, they have the McChicken. But they haven't thrown the chicken gauntlet down yet. Do they even need to? I mean, they've tried so many times, and, like, all their chicken sandwiches are kind of ass, except the McChicken, which is, like, a dollar, you know? It's it's okay. And it's 
it's really only not ass because it's a dollar. Yeah, that's like, that's it. It's like the value is just uh, really good on it. Guys, it's not a dollar anymore. Well, well, okay, it's like a close to a dollar. Yeah, dollar fifty. Whatever. Two, you get three. You get two for three. So you know, that's or whatever. So, do I really gotta take this picture down? This is bugging the crap out of me. <laughs> it actually kind of reminds me of back to when I uh, lived with uh, Darren and with Carl. And uh, there was at one point we had like a small mini prank where it probably lasted maybe about a week. And he would leave his uh, computer open. If I had the screenshot, I would have used that. (laughs) That would have gone on Darren's computer. I would have covered up all the maps and all the old history shit. But yeah, okay. Um, So we'll just dive right on in. Uh, There is a bet that will be settled uh, during this week's box office rundown. But we'll just go ahead and run through the top ten. Still at number one is Frozen 2, uh, grossing 35, uh, $35 Number two is our movie of the week, Knives Out, with $14 Ford v. Ferrari uh, came in with uh, $6 million at number three. Queen and Slim stays at number four. We have... The same exact top five. Um, be- uh, day, beautiful Day in the Neighborhood comes at number five. Um, Dark Waters was number 19 last week and jumps all the way to number six with 3.9 million. Uh, 21 Bridges slides from number six to number seven. Uh, and following suit is Playing with Fire at number eight, Midway number nine, and Last Christmas, uh, Stu's movie of the week that he wants to do this week is uh, Last Christmas. Amelia Clark. Right? Yeah, my favorite. Daenerys. My favorite. favorite. Excellent. Uh, we finally see Joker fall out of the top 10. Uh, that one is at number 11. So, um, I remember last week there was a small wager that was placed that Frozen 2. I don't think Stu really believed that it was going to fall out of the top three, but he just no. wanted to say that. What Did you really think it was? No, I didn't. But you are no. you you guys already bet that it it would stay. So what what fun is it in betting if we're all betting the same oh, thing? Oh sure, so, Stu, sure. What okay. fun it is to ride in a one horse. Oh my god. Hey. Wow. Jingle bell. God damn it, David. Wow. <laughs> um. Well, I I was saying that I think that Frozen will stay in the top ten before the end of the year. Like it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But then Stu wasn't I'm not, happy with that. I'm not betting on it anymore. Like whatever, Frozen Two could stay top top number one for the, the remainder of 2019 and beyond. Well, uh, Ben, in terms of uh, how Frozen the original one did, how did that one do versus this one? Is this one more successful? Um. You know, I actually don't know off the top of my head, but I'm gonna. I know right now that it's definitely not doing, like in total as well as Frozen One. Like Frozen One was like pretty dominant, especially with all the merchandising sales and all the re-releases for it. It, I mean, it definitely racked up quite a bit of money. I'm not sure if Frozen Two is going to be as big. Uh, I can't speak for the opening numbers because I don't know them off the top of my head, but. Uh, I will say probably in the long run, I'm going to say that Frozen 2 will not do as well as Frozen 1 just because of word of mouth and all that and revisibility. I I would say that Frozen 1 will still take the cake. But it was very interesting. This was able, this was the last film, I think. Well, there will be one more if you, are they going to count Star Wars? Are they going to count uh, Rise of Skywalker as a Disney film? Do you know? Um, I mean, what what do you mean as count as a Disney film? Well, in terms of like the films, so right now at this point, uh, Disney has broken a record. It has what six movies that cross the billion dollar threshold? Oh, yeah. In one in one calendar year, so I know that they counted all the uh, they counted the Marvel movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're definitely going to count Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, then okay. So they're going to easily break seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, once again, it just shows you that this is the one thing that you can probably just, we can go ahead and say, oh, new Disney movie, probably going to be in the top three. No question about it. Let's move on to the next stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have a little preview of 
next week, and it shows that like a Jumanji comes out, and it does happen to you know bump it slightly. So there's that. But other than that, um, any other thoughts about this one? Nope. Anything else surprising to you guys about this besides the fact that that we're gonna get chicken sandwiches out of this? <laughs> yeah. So I want mine spicy. I would probably want the combo. Um, Cajun fries and do they have Dr okay, Pepper? So I don't think they do. I, I'll get me a Diet Coke. They, I think no, they got Dr Pepper. Ooh, okay, I'll take that. But it's okay. So nor, uh, regular chicken sandwich, no, red, spicy, be, red spicy. beans, red nope, beans and rice. That. I don't want the red beans <laughs> and rice. No, 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 no. The don't give them the red beans and rice. Give them the jambalaya and Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch. Actually, I wouldn't be mad about the Hawaiian punch, but no, I, I, I would like the um, right, Dr Pepper, tea, jambalaya, and unsweet the, tea, no, sour tea, sour no, tea. You know what I really hate is diet Dr Pepper. That would be the worst. You know, if you if you didn't get all right, so regular Coke then. Right, regular man. Ah, oh, damn, regular. Co- oh man. Oh. <laughs> wow, it's just saltiness all together. Actually, instead of doing it for next week's episode, what we should do is, how about Stu, you just pick up uh, lunch for us for uh, fine for our recording session. Oh, yeah, fine. Where's oh, the nearest right Popeyes? Uh, I, that sounds like uh, a you problem. Is... No, it sounds yeah, like you, a you problem also because if I don't find the nearest Popeyes, you're not getting chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I guess we're not going to show up on Saturday. And the best part is the closest one still has a 45-minute wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good or I'll early. just get the ones near my house where the line's not crazy. <laughs> they're going to be so cold. <laughs> uh, hey, that's that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> ben, Ben, I think we have a problem. <laughs> I think you have a problem. I eat food no matter what state it's in. I don't care what temperature it is. Ben will eat it out of a out of a trash can. I used to eat it out of the garbage cans in high school, so I'm good. <laughs> Your whole life you've been preparing for this moment. It's, it's all led up to this. <laughs> Dear God. Um, but anything else that uh, caught your guys' attention? Uh, nothing really surprising for me. This uh, this box office run. Only that I thought Jumanji was supposed to come out. Is it not out yet? Uh, no. No, it's... Oh. Well, I mean... Well, it comes out this weekend. Yeah. Oh. But if we were to look at it uh, for this weekend, since we're not completely done with it just yet, but uh, Jumanji does debut at number one. And I know Stu was saying that he didn't think Frozen was going to be in the top two. And he'd be disappointed because Frozen is number two. So now you owe us two well, sandwiches. You, no, there were not. Two, there was not two bags. Damn, three sandwiches. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of sandwiches, dude. Wait, hang on. Oh, Holy I actually, shit. I think it was two squared. So I think oh, it's okay. four sandwiches. Oh my god! Don't, okay, How are we going to eat pretend. five sandwiches each? This is this <laughs> is ridiculous. Don't pretend that you can do math, David. Come on. It's easy when you can do them all in your head, <laughs> and they use small numbers. <laughs> So what are you going to do with your 10 sandwiches, David? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? My 100 sandwiches. <laughs> it's like that That's scene funny. in uh, Scary Movie 3 where the the deputy's hat keeps getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she tries... What just, she she hits it against something or something, right? Yeah, she like trying to get in the car and she's like... Oh, that's like she. <laughs> Uh, underrated movie. Um, there are a couple of uh, interesting newcomers into the top ten. Mm-hmm. If we were to look at a combined rating between the two, uh, Richard Jewell uh, debut debuts oh, at number four. I forgot that came out. Yeah, Black Christmas debuts at number five, which uh, pushes our uh, our movie of the week from last week, uh, Ford v Ferrari, from three to now number six. And then they follow suit. Queen and Slim goes to seven. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood goes to eight. Dark Water goes to nine. And then 21 Bridges rounds out number 10. And then uh, Midway falls out of the top 10. Uh, Playing with Fire as well. And then Joker just continues its slide as uh, more and more theaters start dropping uh, that. But they're still holding on pretty strong. I mean, there's over 500 theaters still nationwide that are still showing it. Um, down from 900 from last week. So. Um, there's it's showing definitely some staying power for sure, but it's already been outpaced 
domestically by Frozen, uh, 366 million to 333. Um, so there's Disney for you, and it's rated. Is it rated PG or G? I don't know. Um, did you guys hear about the controversy that there was people that were upset that um, Elsa was not the first uh, princess lesbian princess? No, she's supposed to be lesbian. Yeah, I didn't. Well, that. that was that was a news article. Yeah, somebody was. There was an article that was written that they were hoping that Elsa would be uh, would come out of the closet in this in this uh, in this movie. I don't know Frozen lore, so yeah. I can't can, really can you give us the rundown it? of the Frozen lore? Can Can you give us the uh, yeah? I just read the oh, article. Oh sure, David. For okay, sure. Okay. I, I just read the article title. All right. And then so Arendale <laughs> was founded on the prince. I, I don't know shit. Bullshit. I'm calling it bullshit. I really don't know anything about Arendelle. So, I'm assuming you know the name you know. of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally. Is it really? Don't. I totally oh, don't know the name. Bull fucking shit! Somebody boo this. You guys better not come. <laughs> Ooh. No, I just saw it on a Twitter article. That's why. I'm ass- I'm assuming that um, in the first movie they there was that supposed to be alluding to it or something. I never even I here the the thing is for me is like none of this stuff ever. It always goes over my head. I didn't know that um, in Beauty and the Beast, Gaston's friend whatever his name is was supposed to be gay. I, I heard that the. I don't shan- think he candle. was oh, in the be, in the I, animation. He wasn't. They just what made about that the candle guy. They just made that in the new movie. Yeah, they did that in the new movie just for what for reasons. Yeah, I mean, and then what reasons is that? I just told you. For reasons. You just said reasons. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, to be fair, like Beauty and the Ho- Beast. Mistake uh, reason. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> What about Beauty and the Beast? It, um, I was reading this piece of trivia on it. So when it was originally written, it was written to, uh, it was written as a way to criticize, uh, young girls, like, you know, 13 to 15 year old girls being set to arrange marriages to older men. And then later on it was re-released, but this time it was to show how great arranged marriages were. And, you know, then the Disney one came out and it was a show, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. And now it's to show that it's okay to be a furry or something. So, I mean, I think we can all get behind that message. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want a yif? I'm not hearing a no, David. Yeah, I mean, no objection, your honor. <laughs> I really don't even know how it- <laughs> What? <laughs> Why did you turn this on me? I, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even prepare my first opening statement. I don't even. Drenner, <laughs> uh, I'd like to request recess. <laughs> He's badgering the witness. Objection. Badgering. Oh, I got it, David. Badgering furries. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, oh got it. Badger, 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 badger. But I guess um, people are upset. That she was supposed, they wanted her to be lesbian princess or something, and she wasn't. Yeah, they're so upset they keep going back to go see the movie a to- second time to see right. if they, they missed it. No, she didn't kiss the guy character. She kissed. Oh, she, she did kiss the guy character. Oh, or something. I don't understand why people care so much. What does it? What does it matter? Whatever. We'll just indulge in David's outrage for the week. Yeah. I'm yes. sorry, David, that, you know, the movie did not turn out how you expected it to. Maybe on your third viewing, it'll be better. Maybe if I watched it with friends, I'd change things. Would you guys yeah. want to go see it with me? And then we'd have to be friends. Uh, uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's uh, it's a tall order. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like uh, that pretty much wraps it up for this week's box office rundown. Um, before we get into our movie of the week, Knives Out, uh, we're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Oh, 
wait, no, we can't play that anymore. Now we have to go. Beep 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 beep. I'm sure that's like public domain, right? <laughs> it cracks me up that you can type in Mexican beep song and then <laughs> Google's like, I know, I got you, fam. <laughs> oh, I wonder what this is. Great. How does he keep his head like that? I know, right? It's like his whole body's moving, but his head stays in the same spot. Also, this is the scene where he's just like jamming on the keyboard. Yeah. I feel like they just had like a, a or a, you know, a, an outing plan to the beach. And they're like, hey, why don't we make this a business trip <laughs> yeah. too? Yeah, bring your fam. Everyone, bring your family. Hey, what instrument did you bring? I brought a keyboard. <laughs> Me too. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why did we end up talking about this in the first place? Why weren't we? I don't know. Why not? Why Why don't we just talk about this song all the time? Yeah, David. And welcome back to another episode of Dos Cinco's. We are going to be jumping straight into our movie of the week, Knives Out. Ben, what you got for us? The world-famous crime author Harlan Trombi is found dead just after his 85th birthday party under strange circumstances. Detective Benoit Blanc arrives at the scene to question a family full of secrets and lies to uncover the truth to see if it really was Colonel Mustard in the library with a candlestick. Excellent. Stu, thoughts? Wow. We're just going to let that go? All right, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, uh, I was half... I almost like like tuned out until you started talking about Colonel Mustard <laughs> and candlesticks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, uh, early spoiler zone. It was uh, it was uh, Colonel Mustard uh, murdered himself <laughs> with the pipe in the in the in the laundry room. I haven't played Clue in a really long time. I don't remember who the characters are. I don't either. Dude, that's what I, that's what we should have played. That's what we should play. Except for Colonel Mustard. I only <laughs> remember Colonel Mustard because of Bill and Ted. That's silly, literally it. Oh, I was gonna say because it's a silly ass name. Well, that too. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> that too. Because every everybody knows Colonel Ketchup is the. Oh, David, why? Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Why you could have at least changed the rank yeah, to like ma- why can't major it be like doctor muck or doctor ketchup or mr <laughs> doctor mustard yeah, or doctor lieutenant mustard and colonel ketchup uh, so for ben's chicken sandwich combo i'll get him a doctor mustard <laughs> yeah could i get a yeah. can i get a large doctor doctor ketchup mustard doctor mustard or doctor g john please the fuck did you just say you heard me. It's a doctor, shut the fucking mouth and yeah. get me this. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I I like I I it was a fun fun who done it uh movie. Haven't seen haven't seen one in a while. Mm. Um those movies kind of movies are always fun for me. Um I yeah, so I enjoyed it. I'll give it a um like a 7 though. Ben? Uh yeah, I I largely enjoyed it. I, I really liked where the story went. You know, it definitely was a one that kept me on my toes. I really liked the performances everyone gave. You know, big shout out to Daniel Craig, Anna Darmus. You know, they really sold their parts really well. I liked how the the whole family was portrayed. I I would give it a eight out of ten. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with uh, Stu on this one. Uh, seven out of ten. Um, I think it was entertaining. Uh, definitely with the same vein. It's one of those whodunits. But I think most recently I watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express. The remake? And it kind of, huh? The remake? Yes. And it kind of reminded me of that. And a lot of like the. There's a lot of murder mystery movies that came out recently, like slightly like comedic and um, 
like uh was it called murder mystery the one on netflix that had adam sandler and jennifer aniston on it i think so yeah so i mean there's a couple of those that came out and it's just kind of like i'm kind of hoping that eventually at some point they, they don't end up almost very similar in their fashion but um i was really jarred at the very beginning when you finally hear daniel craig's character speak I did not think he was going to go with Southern Draw. I thought he was going to be a British detective. So that that threw me off quite a bit from the very beginning. I was just like not Is that why you is that why you docked it 3 points? <laughs> I docked it an extra I docked it 1 point. I would have given it an 8 if it wasn't if he was a British detective. Man, I actually really like Daniel Craig's take, you know, his you know, his detective. Yeah. No, I, I liked it. I liked it. It was just very jarring for me. I was not expecting Dave, that. David was Craig. so sh- David was so shook by by that <laughs> that he couldn't get over it. Wait, did you? Cuz he never he never said the word bond. <laughs> James Bond. Not once did he drink a martini. He never said shaken, not stirred. I don't know, has Daniel Craig ever actually said those lines? I think he said so in Casino Royale. Or some sort of like offshoot of that. I, I do recall. In Casino Royale, he ordered like his like a he ordered it all like elaborate though, didn't he? Like a the... Vesper, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I liked his accent. Mm. It was fun. Um, I don't know if this needs to wait for spoiler zone, but. I know. I know. Ben mentioned that he's. I remember Ben. You told me that there, like after you saw it, you told me that there would be something I wouldn't like about it. Yeah. I'm curious as to what it what it was. What you thought I wouldn't like. Okay. Yeah. And I and if it needs to wait for spoiler zone, then we can. Yeah, I think it does need to wait till spoiler zone. It is a very. It's got to be a gun thing. <laughs> yeah. Remember when they pull gun out the play. AR-15? It was the gun play. <laughs> and then he and he calls it an assault rifle 15. <laughs> Hey, 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 you. Can you lower that assault rifle 15, please? <laughs> Get that assault rifle 15 out of my face. Yeah. That was just really foaming at the mouth your... on, the, on the theater. <laughs> rolling around on the floor, foaming yeah, at the mouth. Convulsing. <laughs> oh, get, oh, that's not what it means. <laughs> AR, automatic rifle. Come on. Ass- assault rifle 15. Come on. Okay. Um, but other general thoughts, I thought it was fun. I mean, it definitely was interesting. It was good. Um, it was a down week for movies, I think in general that we didn't have any really big ones that we wanted to see, um, unless we wanted to see frozen, but I don't. Sure. Okay. I would have had to see frozen one first. Yeah. No, you're not fooling anyone, David. Damn it. (laughs) If I've seen it four times, this is make it frozen four. (laughs) Okay, um, if there's no other additional thoughts, we're going to jump straight into the uh, spoiler zone. And uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, um, well, tough luck. Yeah. Uh, you're still listening. Keep, keep listening anyways. <laughs> and uh, make sure to go catch the movie. Uh, other than that, uh, Ben, take it away. Spoiler zone. We'll take it to the limit. We'll take it to the limit. God damn it, David. Let, just let him do it. Uh, I can't help but sing along. I mean, it's so damn. catchy. I mean, when you add, we'll take you to the limit to anything, you just have to. You just have to. Uh, so for this film, um, I, I did enjoy it for the large part. It's just that the only problem I really had with it was... Everyone seemed a little too cartoonish, almost. You know, everyone was really just, you know, cranked up to eleven. Playing a character, or not? Not yeah. I mean, kind of. It was just like so out there. You know, it 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 seemed like a movie that's so grounded. You know, a murder mystery. But then you have this like southern detective. You have this girl that throws up at the you know the thought of lying. I'm not really sure if that was. Is that a real thing? Is that a real condition? I think so. Okay. Well. We, we, uh, I'll look it up while you continue. We we have that, and then like at the climax of the movie, how she uses it against um, Chris Evans' character, you know, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Captain America's character, Ransom. You know, uh, it, it it seemed like really, really out there, especially the whole uh, man. Just um, 
Christopher Price's uh, character, or not Christopher Price, was it? Uh, Christopher Plummer? Christopher Plummer's character uh, killing himself the way he did. You know, it was just so outlandish. But, um, you know, I, I do like how all the acting and how all the different pieces fit together, I, I would say. Like, looking at each part individually or uh, separately from the from the whole of the movie it is a little jarring. But, you know, I, I think together as a whole, the movie works really well. Okay, that, that's all well and good, but I want to know why you thought I wouldn't like it. Okay, well, there was... Um... Vomiting. No, oh, wait. God damn it, no. That... Uh, that that oh sorry I thought you said I thought you said Joe not <laughs> to, not Stu wow toilet humor uh so I personally am not a fan of films that just kind of uh, shoehorn in some sort of political message you know on top of something mm-hmm. and it right, you know right. it, it's just like why why did you even mention that but you know I thought like um they did insert some some sort of political message into here and i thought it was kind of well done because it didn't really detract from the movie that was like the mess like uh the main plot of the movie almost you know knives out we have we have this family that you know has taken it like they they view themselves as uh very well off very very humble very kind people that look after those less fortunate and that you know they look after uh the maid anna de Armas, like you know she's a lesser person but then when she gets the money you know suddenly she the roles are reversed and she is the one in power and suddenly yeah knives out they're all attacking her you know and then at the end it really drives that point home when uh the whole family is sitting outside of the the mansion and they all look up at her while she's staring down at them from the balcony sipping on her coffee you know my my house my rules this says on there so i wasn't too sure if you were gonna hate that part of the story you know but no I well no it. so when you were tell when you told me that and then i after i saw it i was trying to decipher which, which part you were you would be talking about yeah yeah and I, I i could only guess it would be in reference to like some of the some of the dialogue where they're like it's getting political yeah and i actually did like what they did with it because mm. it's kind of like with probably any family a lot of families i'm sure yeah yeah um where it's like you have people of these different who have the different opinions you have the you have the son like that one son who or the kid who was like the he's supposed to be like they're calling him like you know alt-right you know whatever nazi yeah. guy and then they have the liberal snowflake on the other side so I thought it was a good balance. Like it was, it was good that they did that. Mm-hmm. Had they done it on with, from only one direction, that would have that would have annoyed me. Yeah, yeah, I, I did like that part. I especially liked how um, the family when when they went through those parts of the movie, they tried to paint themselves in a better light when they were recounting those events to uh, to Zanya Craig to Detective mm-hmm. Blanc. You know, they were saying like, oh, you know, we consider uh, crap. I can't remember her name but uh marta marta yeah we consider marta a part of the family and so they had that one scene it was pretty much that scene you were referencing Stu, where uh, they call her over and it's like Mm -hmm. oh come over here you're part of the family but then like later on in the film when they reference that scene again it's like come over here we want to make an example of you (laughs) you know (laughs) or we want to use you as an example to further our you know our political talks it was just like oh okay stupid argument yeah I, I was kind of getting a little itchy at that part just because it was like you know droning on a really long time about that political argument, but I I thought like right. looking back at it, it did work out a lot better. Yeah, I, I had no problems with it. Okay, cool. It seemed it just to me it seemed like I'm I'm like kind of watching like as a like a fly on the wall of like any probably what a lot of families uh holidays this weekend are gonna be like. Uh. <laughs> Now it just got political. I said holidays. Political. Oh, sorry, Christmas. Yeah. Political. Wait. Oh God, I can't say anything. <laughs> political. Well, welcome to politics. Welcome to the political zone. You've been warned. Okay. We'll Let take you the to the, the political zone. Let me tell you about Congress. We'll take you to mm. the policies. 
to the Pelosi's. Wow. The Nancy Pelosi. Wow. <laughs> Pelosi zone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, David? Why are you clapping? David just likes to clap sometimes. I do. Either that or <laughs> you masturbate very just hard. Pause. He's just slapping it at this it's point. Slap- Man, that's that's got a bruise or something. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that was a loud one. <laughs> You're just pounding. Oh wow! <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was like, oh, where am I gonna go with this? Um, well, you landed. You landed. Uh, it was a ten out of ten landing. <laughs> uh in general i thought it was really good um it just i mean it feels like it almost was like we followed a lot of the same scripts of the whodunit stuff finished watching murder on the orient express maybe about what, i don't know two months ago uh watched murder mystery and it's like at the end of the day it's the entire family they were all a part of it and they did something to to kind of like uh, keep it from you know out of her hands pretty much um I don't know. I felt I wanted it to be the nurse. I just, I don't know. I just like, it's always wanted to, I don't think I've ever seen a whodunit where it was like, Oh, the, the maid did it. And it actually was the maid this time, you know? So for me, I felt like I was just kind of like, ah, I'm along for the ride. Yeah. The character is very similar. I mean, like Ben, you were talking about earlier, there's always the, uh, really clever detective and trying to figure out like who, um, who, uh, who, who had like hired him. And at the end of the day, it was like, Oh yeah. Like the guy who you ended up hiring is the, the guy who figures out the entire thing. And it kind of like, it kind of backfires and you know, the person that they didn't want to end up with all the money ends up with all the money anyways. Um, when it, you were talking about like the political angle, I thought it was not going to be just like, Oh, it's like whoever's like the least fortunate, I thought it was maybe that they were trying to be like, well, make sure not to be a complete dick to your, you know, your elders, you know, you like respect them. Don't steal money from your older people just because they're old, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I thought that maybe that's where you were trying to get to, uh, what you were trying to get at. And I was like, uh, I don't think Stu's going to care about that too much. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, yeah. I, I had no issues with the, uh, the reason why I, uh, I gave it a seven was, and this is extremely, this is just the personal opinion that I didn't like that they like. Daniel Craig had a southern accent. <laughs> no, I like <laughs> Stu, I'm with you 100%. If I, okay. Um... All right, that's it for another episode of <laughs> where we are getting rid of Stu because Stu disagrees okay. with either me or Ben, okay. so there's really no need right. for Stu to okay. I'm disagreeing yeah. with you. I like Daniel I need, Craig's. So I need the echo, but I'm the echo chamber. I, I I can be the echo chamber for you or Ben. Um, but besides his southern draw, which I clearly hated, uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like that the they revealed like they kind of like revealed it what happened like in the middle of the movie, like what actually like they revealed that oh he did actually. Like, you know, like when they're, when Marta's kind of going back through the, like showing you what happens with what's his face and doing the plan and everything. Like I didn't, I was like, oh, that kind of took the fun out of it for me. Like to see that, oh, this is all what's happened, what happened. And then there's still like 45 minutes of movie to go. And then, uh, secondly, I didn't like that they made Captain America the bad guy. Uh, okay. Well, mm. To be fair, I mean, this is kind of going back to his, you know, original castings that he's had over the years. You know, he's always that that smug asshole on set, you know. Uh, like, kind of devious. Yeah, like, come on. Like, not another teen movie. Come on. He was the heroine in that movie. What are you talking about? Smug- come on. Like, holy fuck. He <laughs> finds true love. With the nerd girl at the end. <laughs> oh, Jenny, oh, she's got paint on her overalls. Oh, she's... 
just hideous. I don't think you could count that as like what Chris nope. Evans was typecasted I, as. Ben, I'm with you. The first role he's ever been in, that's the one he's in. He, he plays the same scene, role in every movie. <laughs> his intro scene was him walking into school to see a portrait of himself and give that smile, that nodding smile, then walk over to another portrait of himself, looking at a portrait of himself. <laughs> I can't help it. I gotta agree with Ben here. And let's not forget, he was the original Human Torch. That's true. And I kind of don't. I try to remind, like, pretend like those movies don't exist. He was the saving grace of those movies. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I would have enjoyed those movies as much as I did without Chris Evans as the Human Torch. What? <laughs> what? It's true. All right. Yeah. The fact that you got any enjoyment at all from those movies. Whoa, is... whoa. Let's not pretend oh. that you know they weren't enjoyable to some extent. You know. David, stop <laughs> jerking it. Oh, man. It's not, it's not the time or the place. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he was definitely, you know, typecasted as the, you know, cocky jerk character. Really? Yeah. I mean, like that. And um, there's another film that he was in called yeah. uh, Sunshine, which is like one of my favorite space movies of all time. I like I like that movie too, yeah. but I don't remember him being he wasn't he didn't murder the, anyone. He was or maybe he was a kind of a hard ass. He was the hard ass on the set, you know, he was like a kind of a jerk and then at the end he oh, somewhat you, resumed you himself. Are talking about Are you talking about when they're filming? No, 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 not when they're filming. I'm, I'm oh. talking about his actual character. You know, he oh. was like uh he was the hard ass, you know, like no one really got that along. That doesn't with him. make you a murderer though. I mean, I mean... Does it not? It doesn't. He could have been the murderer I'm, the whole time, Stu. But does it? It doesn't, David. But no, they had to go into the third act of Sunshine. It's like, oh, there's a zombie captain from another ship on board. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Ben's harboring some... Wait, why? It was such a fucking good film. And then the third act, it was like, oh, there's a zombie <laughs> captain on board. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck? I'm not fuck? sure how we... Wait, 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 Ben, how do you really feel about that movie? <laughs> so, Sunshine, directed by Danny Boyle. Man, what a roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> so, from Act One, God, Killian Murphy really sold the film and the hero, the hero of the story when he decides that he needs to take a nuke into the sun to restart it. Who thought of this? Who thought of this? <laughs> So welcome to our Sunshine Review segment uh, of the podcast, where we'll be talking exclusively <laughs> about the movie Sunshine and why the third act is such a steaming pile of fucking shit. <laughs> Except the very end when he's screaming at the sun. That that was pretty cool. Yeah. But not the zombie captain. I can guarantee <laughs> you Keith hasn't seen this movie. This should be our movie for this week. <laughs> Yeah, not Die Hard, because who needs to watch Die Hard for Christmas, right? Uh, we should watch Jingle All the Way I, for Christmas. I do? <laughs> you mean Deck the Halls? Or was it Jingle, Jingle All the Way? Jingle All the Way. Or was it Deck the Halls? Or... Man, I always get this confused. No, Jingle All the Way is the one with Arnold and... and, uh, and uh, Sinbad. And Toba Man. Sinbad. Sinbad. Tom Ar- and yeah. Not Tom Arnold. Oh, yeah. No, was it? No, it wasn't Tom Arnold. Yeah, Tom Arnold. Was he in it? No, Jake Lloyd. No. Tom Arnold Jr. Uh, Fun fact. Terrible man. Fun fact, the voice of Jerry is also in Jingle All the Way. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was in it? Oh. Oh, he was the dad, wasn't he? He was the dad. Ah, that's right. It would have been better if it was Tom Arnold. Yes. Agreed. So yeah, that's why Chris Evans is uh, typecasted. Because if not, another teen movie. As a smug murderer. Yep. I guess that's what I guess I'm I must have not been paying attention during the Captain America and Avengers movies. Also just, a smug asshole. Well yeah, that's why he was labeled, you know, a traitor. You know, he he, he committed treason against America because he's a smug murderer. <laughs> yeah, because he, he says he doesn't have to listen to the law because he is the law. Yeah, he murdered democracy. I think you guys are confusing uh Chris Evans' Captain America with the bad guy in Judge Dredd. Nope. He wait, wait what? Sylvester no. Stallone? Judge Dredd was the good, yeah, the he was bad the good guy, guy in Judge Dredd. Yeah, Sylvester yeah, Stallone. He said, "I'm the law." 
Yeah, you're not go- above the law. I am the law. That, no, he that goes, was Chris law! Evans. Chris Evans was Judge Dredd. And, okay. And Sylvester Stallone was the back. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we got here, but I think we should turn around and go back. Okay, so the box office rundown. Frozen is an ember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but any other thoughts on Knives Out, guys? Nope, I'm good. Okay. Uh, who, well, real quick, go around the room here. Who did you guys want to be the killer? I kind of wanted it to be some sort of elaborate thing about how uh, Harlan didn't really kill himself, or it was like all part of his plan or something, you know? Damn it, fucking Ben, I... stay out of my head. <laughs> I kind of wanted it to be very close to, uh, crap, what was the name of the movie we saw earlier this year? Um, with the game night. Um, yeah, it's called game night. No, shoot. No, where she at? She's a bride and she's trying to like survive the night. Oh, or ready right. or not. Yeah, yeah, ready or not. I was ex- I wanted it to be kind of like that, where just like, um, <laughs> the, the whole family murders it themselves. <laughs> uh huh. On accident, like they all they they all have their own motives and they go in and kind of like murdered on the orient express kind of way where like they all come in all at one at a time like they all try to they all kill him oh. but they don't know that he's already been dead mm. and so they're like oh <clears throat> they all have like it's like guilty conscience wait that's what happens on murder on the orient express oh shit you didn't know that well i don't know if ben was gonna watch it oops um uh, one, one ends up, well it's already we are inside the spoiler <laughs> zone you should know better fuck um, yeah also, yeah, when we're in the spoiler zone, we can spoil spoiler any immu- movie, not just this one. <laughs> okay, Stu, what, what part immunity. of Death Stranding are you on? Okay, well, it turns out that you're actually playing as Liquid Snake, and that oh, this is okay. actually Metal Gear Solid 6. Are you happy? No. Oh, I'm not happy. <laughs> um, yeah, so they end up, they realize that everybody had taken turns they put this elaborate plot together to kill this one dude Mm -hmm. and then they each take turns and then nobody knows who actually struck the final blow um and then they're all guilty you wanted to watch murder in the orient express again while you were watching i thought it was but i wanted a better version because this way we have daniel craig in a southern draw telling us about to i don't know i can't do the accent well i mean you could try Daniel Craig with Southern Jaw versus uh, Johnny Depp playing uh, like a Prohibition era gangster. I mean, those are those two pretty good. Uh, That's a winning combination right yeah. there. Hey, if anybody's listened to the Dos and Half Cinco's podcast, that is that is a movie producer. Put those two <laughs> together in this. We'll write the script for the movie. It'll be awful, but we'll be happy <laughs> that it happened. Oh, uh, speaking of which, Ben, I have another one for you. Uh, uh, Chris Evans played uh, Lucas Lee. In oh, you're Scott right. Pilgrim. Yep. He was Lucas Lee. Holy fuck! In what? Oh wait, no, no, wait. Da, 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 Scott da, da, Pilgrim no, 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 versus no. the he world. He hasn't seen it yet. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh. Okay. No, but just saying the name, it just okay, like, yeah. it doesn't. He's that's, not going to know who that's that true, is. Yeah. But he's in the movie. Plays a very similar character. Yeah, he, he's in Scott Pilgrim. Dude, he's awesome in that movie. By the way, you should really watch Scott Pilgrim, Stu, without Come knowing on. anything about it. Just go okay. into it blind. I will. Good. Uh, how about this? He was in Street Kings, and he wasn't the cocky asshole, I don't think. Maybe he was. I don't remember. <laughs> Wait. Street Kings as a movie? Yeah. Wait. Street Sharks? Street- had a movie? <laughs> Street Kings. Wait, was he, was he the hammerhead, or was he the... <laughs> he was the great white, I think. Oh, okay. Man, I want to see Chris Evan in jorts, like, going through the streets and tearing <laughs> it up as a shark. Yeah. No, they're not jorts. They're uh, jeans that have been cut off. Yeah, but that's where yeah, that's where you that's where you went wrong. Yeah, they're jorts. You you bought jean shorts, <laughs> while as I bought blue jeans and cut them. People are wait. Are, is Street Sharks on Fox on uh, on Disney Plus? I don't know, but uh, I would definitely watch. I just that googled again. it. <laughs> Join us next week when we watch all of Street Sharks. The complete oh. forty episode. Forty series. episodes. <gasps> Dude, there's an official channel for Street Sharks. It's on YouTube. <laughs> Season 1, Episode 1. Sweet. They're all on YouTube. <laughs> all right, uh, we're cutting the podcast <laughs> short. Uh, we're watching Street Sharks. Oh, I'm watching Street Sharks. Um, if you're interested in uh, joining us and watching Street Sharks, or just me, uh, 
hit me up on Twitter at Dos and Half Cinco's <laughs> slash Twitter. I don't know how. <laughs> slash Twitter. <laughs> how does this work? I don't know how Twitter works. <laughs> Just tweet at me, bro. All right, so join us next week. We will be uh, doing our Christmas episode. We will be uh, covering Die Hard. Uh, this will be our first live podcast. We will have a couple of extra surprise guests uh, that you guys probably never heard of or heard from. And then uh, we are going to be talking about the week after will be Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. And then we will be diving really deep into the CGI dance scene from the second uh they from the uh, first set of trilogies uh Stu, we hope that you have a half hour segment set up i don't for, want to talk i told um, you it was very yep. traumatic thank Wait. you Stu. thank <laughs> you Stu, wanna... for your contribution <laughs> all right that will do it for us here at the dos and Cinco's podcast as always i'm david i'm Stuart. uh <coughs> oh. <Bye. laughs> we'll see you guys next time Goodbye. Okay,